Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about learning to fish with a stick. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays land flipping blueprint. Guys, if you're thinking about getting this niche, you've got to check this out. We've taken all the knowledge we've gained through the years of consulting and the hundreds of clients, and we've put it into this course. It's an easy-to-follow video format. It's got all the contracts, scripts, and forms that we use in our daily business, and everyone that joins gets a free one-on-one training with either myself or Justin. So if you're interested in learning more, all you got to do is go to our website at casualfridaysrei.com, click on the training tab, set up a strategy call, and we'll go over everything you need to know to get started. Man, I, I don't even have any banter to start this show with because I love this analogy so much for our niche that I just I just want to jump into it. And I don't even know. I'm sorry. Sorry, I can't just like ease into this one, Adam. Well, I guess hit me with it then. I mean, so we talk about sending out letters. It's like throwing out casts. You got the lure and you're just constantly casting out. And you may know the right rod, the right reel, the good lock, the spots that they're normally hot. Then you throw in your technology, your fish finder on your bass boat, and you're spending all this money, this $100,000 boat, and you got these GPS things, and you still don't catch trophy fish, mm-hmm. and you don't understand why. Well, I like this analogy, and I don't know. I was on a call yesterday, and I, I just thought of it, mm-hmm. right? And I was thinking, oh, and I'll tell you why. It's because I was speaking with someone, and I'm telling them about all this you know, new stuff and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Well, so I was talking about priced, right? Okay. So far, we're really liking priced. Mm-hmm. Things are looking great, and... We definitely are recommending it, but I want people to learn how to manually do things mm-hmm. well first, right? It's mm-hmm. like, go learn to fish with a stick first, mm-hmm. learn how to catch fish with just a bare minimum, mm-hmm. and then as you get better, you start upgrading, right? So, yeah. so it's like price, right? Price gives you a price on what you should be offering your land immediately, mm-hmm. right? But you should still know how to manually do it. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of stuff in our industry that happens with too, and you can add in these fancy CRMs and software and all that mm-hmm. other stuff first, but you still need to know how to run your business on an Excel sheet. I agree. And so that's I, where this comes from. Yeah, dude. I So I tell people all the time, I get asked, hey, what kind of CRM you use? I don't. Yeah. I use Excel. And they're, and they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, man. You have to, but people have to, have to realize though, the last smaller railroad I ran, we ran off an Excel workbook. Like, so it's not foreign for me to have Excel files open and tabs and have a tab for everything and keep this constantly running Excel file going. Now, does that move into having multiple people that are all over the country working for me? No, but my business is set up differently because I use a real estate agent who's my salesperson. They get paid a commission. They have their buys list and stuff, so I can keep track of where my properties are. So it is very me-centric on my Excel spreadsheet. Now, would I need to change to a Podio system or something like that if it came time for me to hire you know, a team, five or six people, and they're constantly working behind me, and we all need to know where we're at in a deal flow chart and where they're at, and I need to be able to look at that at a glance. Yeah. Well, you could, but there's Google Sheets. Exactly. I mean, I ha- they have that option as well. So, you know, fishing with a stick and learning the basics of this business from the beginning is what I implore you to do as a newer investor. Mm-hmm. Even as some of the people that have been seasoned, you know, they, they have gotten everything. Their systems are built out. They've built their business. They're feeling good about it. They got this land machine ready to go. Yet they, they miss the beginning yeah. of like what the whole intent of the blind offer or the neutral letter is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get asked this a lot. And it's funny that you mentioned CRM because I feel like this past week I've had that question asked so many times. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm thinking, wow, what a unnecessary tool to begin with. You're not going to be so busy up front that you need something like that. Yeah. Okay. So, and I don't want to, like, I could see the, the need for it. If it's an easy way for you to capture like the inbound emails or it automated some of those pieces for you. I get, I get, on your first mailer, how many first emails? Mailer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. From, you know, from, from day there. one, do you yeah. not? You don't need it. No. And that's a an expense. Mm-hmm. Um, and depending on, you know, there's some relatively inexpensive ones, but there's some that cost several hundred dollars. And mm-hmm. when you're starting your business, the worst thing you can do is take on an insane amount of monthly bills. You gained, you know, if it's 200 bucks a month, you gained, what, $2,400 a year in cost right then? Right off the bat. That's a... 20 acre property in Pershing, Elko, Brewster, Apache, Mojave. <laughs> and what does that 20 acre property buy you? Yeah. Now I'm in the game. Yeah. Whereas on the other end, you could take a, an efficient analogy, right? Mm-hmm. Go take a stick, catch a fish, sell the fish, then go upgrade to a shinier rod and reel. Yeah. Or, you know, get a couple of them sticks going. Yeah. And that's it. And that's the thing I, I like, I think that's where the topic resonates so much with me. And it may be different for you than me, but. Like I talked to so many people and they're so worried about, you know, having all the systems in place on the back end. I would much rather you worry about getting one deal in front of you that either you need funding for, or you have the cash to buy it. And now you figure out, Hey, now I got to sell it. Let's get through that first part first. Mm -hmm. Let's get a deal on your desk because I don't care if you have an Estrafax set up or you have a Podio system set up, or you have a premium lands account right off the bat. I don't care about that. You and and for those listening to this, if you do not believe me, private message Brian. When Brian came to me as an intern, when he was transitioning out, he will tell you that I went through his business and stripped it down. I was like, you need to get this, 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 this out. And he's and this tools that they could have used as scale, but he's found now that he's he scaled. I said, I want it to hurts. I want you so lean it hurts. Then we'll slowly add back, and then you'll see your revenue just growing because you're compounding, you're scaling, you're getting bigger then we'll slowly add in those tools as you need them. As you, like, they, There's no way around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally had a thought I was going to run with, but I, I started thinking about Brian listening to this as you're typing it. Anyway, so I lost my train of thought. Yeah, he's probably going, what the, Justin, don't tell him my secrets now. But that's, and it's a, you know, I, I, my, my biggest mental hang up now for me is not, hey, how many, how much people can I put on the back end to keep this machine going? You know, can I do, can I have a sales team in an office in downtown Fort Worth that I'm spending $40,000 a month in payroll and rent and all their softwares that they need and the computers. Can I, could I do that? My hang up now for me is why do I not want to just keep cranking out 50,000 pieces of mail a month, 60,000 pieces of mail a month? Like what, Justin, you know, if you did that, you'd be uber rich. Why not just do it? And I'm just like, yeah, it's not the life I want, man. I just kind of enjoy the freedom of it. It does that. It's so funny that you say that because I remember being in my early 20s or whatever, wanting to be this titan of industry. Mm-hmm. Oh, work 100 hours. Who cares? I'm rich. I got, right? I'm rich. I got power suit, power yeah. watch, power yeah. car, power wife, yeah. power everything. And now I'm like, you know what? I could make top 1% earnings uh-huh. and work 20 hours a week. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So I'll check you fools. I'll check you lawyers that are working 20 hours a, week, a day. <laughs> 20 hours a day. I'll check you fools later. We still like you, Gracie, though. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> we, uh, that's, and that's the thing is like, I, I have seen myself do this with hobbies and I know I'm not the only person out here is that you start on something simple and you like it and you get to you enjoying it. You know, whether it's like for me, BMX bike and I'm like, okay, I grab my 20 year old bike out. I start racing it. Then I upgrade to my new bike and I can't be beat on my new bike. It's fast. I bought speed with it. And then it's like, okay, well, what's next? Do I go do this next? Do I go get the carbon hubs and do I do this? 
And then there's a point where you've priced yourself out of you enjoying it and it becomes a really expensive bike sitting in your garage. So what is that balance? You know, am I still actively using it? Am I still doing it? And, and I had this talk with myself over the last couple of weeks. I've been wanting to, so I have to say this since it's in a public forum, I can't, one more win and I promote up into a different class. But there's a cutoff date this year that if I promote after it, I get to race the race of champions in a certain class. And that's what I want to do. I told you Redemption 2020, we're going to Oklahoma. We're, we're getting the number one plate. Essentially, you're saying you're carpet bagging. I'm not sandbagging. <laughs> that's what I am. I am just not racing that class. I'm racing my cruiser. But too, as I knew I was going to be putting a lot more time on my cruiser, it's an older bike. It's older technology. I wanted to buy a new one. So it's like, hey, do I go spend the cruiser I want? $1,500. Do I go spend $1,500 on a new technology race bike? Or do I just say, you know what? This is just a, a temporary time. I can I can spend 300 bucks and have that bike be pretty close to what I'd want and I already have it. So, you know, that's what I did. I spent the 300 bucks on the bike and I'm like, okay, well, it's good. It does what it needs to do. I've already won with it. I've been winning with it. It's just, I don't race it a lot. And so when I, and I tie that back into this, we all have those hobbies, you know, Hey, I, I go shoot my gun with my friend and we have fun. We just, we go have fun with the shotgun shooting skeet. And then I'm like, Oh man, I'm going to go buy a, a over under Benelli. I go buy this really nice gun. I spend $2,600 and then me and my friend don't go shoot again. And that gun just sits in the safe. To me, that's what happens with a lot of this technology and a lot of these extra add-ons in our business. Yeah, I've got my train of thought back. Remember what I was going to say now. So okay. I think of what a lot of people who struggle with this whole idea of being super lean and whatnot are people that may come from a professional industry where, or especially let's talk about the corporate world, right? Mm -hmm. Where you've got three meetings to go over the exact same report that each, each person has already <laughs> yeah. gone over, right? Yeah. You've got all this technology and you've got all these fancy words behind it. And then it mm -hmm. takes five people to approve mm -hmm. an email, right? It's just all this random garbage, right? When they come to us and we say, yeah, man, just use an Excel sheet and mail it and then buy good property. It's mm -hmm. too easy. Mm -hmm. It seems too hard. And so that's why they I think they feel like they need to, add all this stuff Jazz in. It up. you've got to pull yourself out of that corporate mindset corporate mindset that mm -hmm. corporate mentality and just go back to the basics and do what you can do with it yeah you're exactly right and i, I was talking to one of our new clients uh, that just bought the course and he has a car dealership and i said hey man it's no different than if me and you want to buy some cars for cash we go to the mall with a pocket full of cash and we say hey i want to buy your car i'll give you three thousand dollars they're like my car's worth 10 i'll give you three if you want to sell it great if you don't we move on we do that at scale with land once we get it in, we put it in the right markets to sell it. It's not any more complicated than that. And that's, I, th I think you're right. You hit the nail on the head. I think people are scared that we keep it super lean and simple and clean in that aspect. That's not to say you can't make those advancements in, in your business because there's been some technological advances in our niche that have really changed the way we run our business. I can still look up a piece of property by its legal description. A lot of people can't do that now because of your map rights, your parcel facts, your tear stride, your parlay. You know, they can't do that. They just pull up the boundaries. But that's one of those things that if I had to go back and do it again, I could. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't want this to come off as uh, technology is evil because there's a lot of great, like mm -hmm. you just said, there's a lot of great stuff. I'm really impressed with Priced right now. Okay. And I definitely think everyone should go check out Priced. And one of the greatest things to me about Priced is that these guys are listening. Did you see the updates that yeah. they did? They took everyone's feedback and they went and made some changes. And yeah. I think that they're, I think that at least right now they're committed to being yeah. the go-to tool, but that doesn't take away from the fact that you need to know how to do it without them. Because if there's something wrong in their logic and you don't catch it or you don't have an idea of what you're looking at, then you could be in trouble. And I, I'm not saying that technology is evil either. I'm just saying make sure that you've built, you, you, you like the place you're at playing before you spend a ton of money on your hobby mm -hmm. or what you're going to get rid of.
Cool. I think that's enough said. Okay. All right. We'll call it then. It's Friday. Hope you have a great weekend, guys. As always, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Give us a subscribe. And then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you Monday. See you guys.